Broken Crayons, Color 2. That's coming up next right here on The Parker J. Cole Show. Welcome to the Parker J. Cole Show. I am your host, the Queen Parker J. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, we are going to be talking to my returning guest co-host and contributor today, Charmaine Dollar. You may remember her from several years ago. We highlighted her book, and she is back with a new book, new title, new podcast, new ventures, and new things to say to you. I can't wait to have her just encourage you inspire you, and let you know that Broken Crayons Color 2. As always, we want to thank our Patreon team for their support. We have been showcasing Christian authors worldwide for the past nine years. And as God gives us grace, we'll continue to do so. To find out how you can help out, simply go to patreon.com slash write stuff and see what you can do. And as always, we covet your prayers. To stay up to date with PJC Media, log on to YouTube and follow at PJC Media. That's our new YouTube channel where we will be uploading new content and episodes. So make sure you click subscribe and ring that bell for more shows every time we upload. To stay up to date with PJC Media, simply go to pjcmedia.net. Click on that pink follow button and you'll never, ever have to miss a show. And so without further ado, I'm going to bring Charmaine on board. Charmaine, how you doing today? I am blessed. Thank you so much for having me back. It's such an amazing blessing to be here with you again. I'm grateful for the opportunity. And thank you so much for taking time to be here with me. I was telling Charmaine, dear listeners, before we started recording, that it has been far too long since she's been on the show. And so we are going to make it a habit to have Charmaine on at least once a year to encourage you. And this topic here, Broken Crayons Color 2, is something that Charmaine knows a whole lot about. And I think we should just dig right in because you're going to tell us about that as well. So go ahead, tell us what Broken Crayons Color 2, what it's about and how that relates to you. Yes. So when it comes down to Broken Crayons Color 2, I spent some time sitting with God asking questions about where next, right? What are we doing? That pertains to things that are pertaining to ministry. And this name came in my time of prayer. And I said, well, what does that mean? You know, and really God has really been dealing with me on um, self-esteem and confidence building and women and young girls, right? And coming from a life of my own, where I went through prostitution and I went through things like that. It really kills your self-esteem. It, it makes you feel worthless, right? It makes you feel worthless. And so God really gave me something that would be an encouragement for others. So when I wrote it out, wrote out the plan for Broken Crack Color 2 and the podcast and everything surrounding it, I mean, it really is just a place where your confidence can be built, but you're also getting some education on safety, right? But you're, you're getting the story, right? Of somebody that's just like you, a woman that may have been through abuse, that have gone through a lifestyle prostitution in a way, 
it's made me better because those are the things that have shaped my relationship with Christ. And even being a mother, raising a little girl right now on my own, and it's just been a great, a great, great journey thus far, just understanding that no matter what you've gone through, no matter what's happened, that, you know, I think of a crown that's broken. It doesn't change that the crown can color. It only changed the way the crown looks. Right. So sometimes we're written written off because of our our scars spiritually, emotionally, things that we've gone through. Right. It's almost like a woman who has stretch marks as evidence of having a child. They're always going to be there as a way of proof. But it doesn't mean that you're always going to be negatively affected by it. It just means that there are other people out there. There are other women, other men who have been through similar situations and they feel worthless and they feel valueless. And having a broken crayon being able to color, like I said, it doesn't change the chemistry of the crayon, just the physical condition of it, right? So it's still valuable. It's just that the life situations and the things that we've endured has changed and altered the physical look of it, maybe. But it's still a crayon. It still has the ability to color as the other ones that may have been broken. But our brokenness is what leads us to God. It's what develops us, right? It's like training ground. It allows us to heal. And even if we heal and don't look exactly the same, that's good because change is needed, right? Those things make us better. For some, it makes them worse. But whatever the case is, it's going to change you. And so my prayer is that my audience that I'm speaking to on my podcast, that it's for the better. And so that is a concept of Broken Grounds Color 2, is that you are not worthless, right? You are valuable. And just to never let anyone make you feel like that because of what you've gone through. One of the interesting things that you said is using the metaphor of broken crayons. When we see something broken, we cannot do anything with it, or so we think. It reminded me of the Japanese art form, I believe it is, called kintsugi. And kintsugi is when they take broken pottery and they adhere it with gold. And surprisingly, when you adhere the broken pieces together with gold, it actually looks quite beautiful because the gold takes these broken pieces and put them all together again. It's actually very inspiring. And I love how people throughout time have realized just because you are broken, it doesn't mean you can't be fixed. It doesn't mean that you're going to be the same person you were before that event of brokenness happened, but you can get past it. And again, you know something about this too. Your book is being republished and is going to be titled Broken Crayons Color 2. And just give our listeners a taste of what that book is about. Absolutely. So, you know, with, as with everything, you know, as you grow and change and learn new things, and sometimes from not the best experiences, right, you develop a better plan. So I realized that my book should be the same as my podcast, because this is not just a name. This is going to be a public speaking thing. This is going to be ministry. And the book is based around the story of what I went through in the lifestyle of prostitution, all of the things I endured, the abuse, having my daughter come out of it. That's like the sunshine when it's storming in that blessing. And so it's about the lessons I learned even with my own family going through those things and only really having God um, because, you know, those doors were slammed in my face because now I have a label on me. Now I'm worthless. Now I'm useless. Now, you know, those are things that were said 
and just really getting to a place in the book where I'm able to share this transparency of what it looks like on that side. Because what I realized is that sex trafficking and prostitution are really real. And people in the entertainment industry, it's a real thing, even if we don't understand the world that is operating in. It's like its own world. And even though we may hear that there are like sex trafficking rings busted from celebrities, we have no real idea unless you get a glimpse inside of that and understanding what's really happening to the women, the children, and even some of the men that are trafficked that are out there on drugs. And so even just dedicating this whole process to my deceased sister, she passed 14 years ago and she was murdered by her pimp, right? So she didn't have the opportunity to get out and take care of her children. And so even getting some of that as a way to provide some encouragement because God allowed me to survive. And so because he allowed me to survive, even though I should have been dead more than once, I want to be able to share my story with others because what else? How else can you serve God and give back and pull other brothers and sisters out if you're not sharing your testimony? The Bible says that we're overcome by the blood of the lamb and our word of our testimony. So why not? Right. Why not? I want to talk about human trafficking for a second. And the reason why there is for some of us a distance between my world and that world. And I can remember when that world collided with my world several years ago because my husband's phone kept ringing and ringing and ringing. And I was like, who is calling you? Because they kept asking for someone named Chocolate. And through a lot of different movements, we found out that the woman had uploaded her escort page and had changed the digit. And literally we were one digit off And when I say that phone rang for an hour, we were getting calls almost every 30 seconds. And at first I thought they were outside of my house because I'm a writer and it can never be that simple. (laughs) You know, it could never be just a wrong number. It's always they're out of our house. They're going to kill us or something like that. And then when we finally figured out what was going on, I just prayed for her because she was in the lifestyle. And I remember looking at her page and I knew where she's at. It was a place here in Detroit. And it was sad to see that many men calling, texting. I will almost say almost 50 calls came in from that one number. And then as soon as she changed on her page, the calls, the phone stopped ringing. And I hadn't even been aware of it until then. It's like you're aware of it, but if it doesn't touch your world, it doesn't touch your world. And when I saw, I just started praying for her. I still think about her every now and then. I think about her. And I just pray for her that she's out that lifestyle. And when we called her and said, hey, you got to change your your number on your page. And she kind of laughed. And that was it. That was all. Me being a woman, I I just couldn't believe it. You know, and you just pray for them. And so with human trafficking, as terrible as it is, we all know it's terrible. And there are people who are out there in the trenches trying to these rings particularly when it comes to child sexual trafficking, which is absolutely horrendous, and women being sold into sexual slavery and stuff like that. Is it really because of the money and pleasure, or is it something darker? For the men who purchase these women, for the men who buy services, for them it's pleasure, right? For them it's an escape to an addiction with sex. A lot of them have sex addictions. Whether they're married, a lot of them are married. A lot of them are married. There are law enforcement that are involved in this lifestyle who are purchasing, you know, services and things. And for the women and the men even and the children, for the women that are sold, the women that are trafficked, the women that are out 
prostituting, it's deeper, of course, right? I remember talking to girls and there's always a root. A lot of them didn't have fathers. Is that always a story? No. But when I talked to a lot of them, they didn't have fathers present. And then their mothers weren't really there either. So they had to raise themselves. A lot of them had to raise themselves. A lot of them had to just figure it out. And so when it was time to survive, they did what they knew how. And then they got caught up in it, right? It was the money. And then sometimes just being scared of being murdered by their traffickers or their pimps, right? The fear of like, if I leave, he's going to find me. If I leave, she's going to find me. Let me ask you another question because, and this is something I've always wanted to know. These men objectify these women. And I remember watching something on TV where the guy had the girls and he said, I'll cut them legs off if they don't take care of you. And he had his name, I believe, tattooed on their bodies and he took pictures with them. And there's this callousness to these pimps and traffickers that is demonic to me. And they truly don't care that what they're doing is wrong. They truly don't. It's how can I use you as an asset to increase my lifestyle? Do you think if we went after the traffickers, it would stop the industry itself? Like I'm outside looking in and I could say, okay, we want to give money, give money. But most of us truly, and I'm just being very frank, they don't want to necessarily put themselves in the trenches because they don't want to get caught up in it. And then they get sold and something happens to them and their families. So do you think the answer, and I know it's a complicated one because it's very, it's like a, it's a serpent that just keeps going in and out of different industries. Like you said, law enforcement, you got preachers, you got teachers, you got government officials, everyone. And what I mean, everyone who is involved in coming from different walks of life. Do you think it's going after the traffickers that's going to solve the problem, if you will, at least mitigate it somehow? Or is it just going to be this massive organism that we cannot subdue? I truly believe that overall, it's no matter how much work we do, there's always going to be someone who's willing to do that, right? And so I don't think it will stop it completely. I think it's a great start. But then the thing is, is that you have to know what the look of a trafficker is, because some of these guys look normal to us. Some of them, you would never, never guess, right? There is a illness mentally, I believe, just demonically possessed men that really have wives, they have children. So that's what makes it worse. And they're traffickers, right? And they're, they're, they have this other life. I've just heard so many stories. I had, I had a girl that I met who had to escape from her traffickers and by law enforcement, right? They had to get her. And it was just so sad because you would never guess that these men, they look very average, very average. And so I think going after the traffickers are great. But on my side of things, I really want to help get the girls, get the children. I'm in Georgia. A friend of mine told me about a freeway where there's a lot of trafficking. It connects a few states and it runs through Georgia. And there's a lot of trafficking that goes on there. And the initiative that I'm coming from is I'm not going to go out there by myself. Not at all. It's not safe because you have pimps always around the traffickers around somewhere. So there always will be a team. There will always be a team. And see, and I can't avoid it because it's a part of my calling, right? I just ask God like, okay, that's scary, you know, because I know how that is. But he's going to send the people. So I think that what your question is asking is very real. I don't think it'll stop it completely. But I think that if we focus on really getting 
the money makers out in their eyes, right? The women, the children, whatever, then they have nobody to sell. They have nobody to traffic. They have nobody to pass. You know what I mean? So I look at it from that point of view versus the traffickers because sometimes it's harder to identify those than it would be to identify the children and women that are trafficked. I see what you mean, because people can wear masks very well. And I understand that. I just wanted to ask that because, like I said, you do have a unique perspective of this issue and the Lord is calling you to get into the trenches, which brings me to the next part of our discussion, because you are going to be stepping out on faith. And what are you doing? Yes. So this this last year has been a completely faith walk, the blind faith kind of faith, you know. And so God is relocating us from Texas to Georgia, actually in the next couple of months. When the word came about me relocating, it was, I just was like, Lord. So I had to take it to God and I'm like, I need you to help me get through this because I feel like this little girl that's just like, you know, I need the guidance of my father. Naturally, I don't have that, but seriously, I do. So I'm thankful and I have spiritual parents now too. So that helps as well. But it's it really been a journey. So even with all of the support systems, it comes down to you and God. It really does. And I really believe like I'm on this journey where when we relocate, there's a lot of work that has already shared some things with me about what's waiting for me. And I was like, Lord, this is really out of a comfort zone. It's really out of a comfort zone. But that's what faith is. Faith is the, the substance of things hoped for, right? The evidence of things not seen. You don't know what it is. You don't know what it looks like. That's faith. <laughs> so like not knowing that. But also, if I can say, not relating it to past trauma has been a journey. You know, understanding that God is moving and transitioning us according to his will and that he won't leave us out to be homeless again. He won't leave us out in a situation. So there's been some strategy around it and I'm grateful for it, but it's definitely been a journey. So getting ready to walk into everything he's called me to with ministry related to Broken Crowns Color to related to my life of prostitution that I came out of being now I'm commissioned to help somebody else out. And there was actually this word, which is amazing, that God gave that one of the women that I'm going to help off of the streets is going to give me a house and how the house can be turned into a safe haven for women. And I thought that God was just so interesting because I'm like, this is amazing, but I have to do the work, right? My obedience will unlock that door, right? Which is just amazing. But it's it's a little nerve wracking sometimes. So I pray and ask God for my unbelief in some areas and any fear that comes and that he continues to guide me. So here we go with the next book. It's not even a chapter. We're getting ready to close a book and open another. And it just doesn't look as the same as the seven years before. So I'm excited, but trusting God in the process. And that usually is the hard part, but I can see how your life can be a beacon to other women who say, I cannot get past this. And like you just said, instead of focusing on past traumas, we are focusing on the future. But sometimes the brokenness can get so heavy because you look and say, I did whatever. And what Satan likes to do is keep us in guilt he likes to end in shame and in humiliation. God said, I come that you may have a life and have it more abundantly. He said, I will take your mourning for what? And I'll take your beauty for ashes and your mourning to joy and from sorrow to dancing. He said, that's what I'll give you back. And so for our listeners out there, I hope like me, you're just invigorated by Charmaine's story. And I'm telling you, it's only the tip of the iceberg what she's telling you. 
if the Lord is leading you to support her, maybe financially, maybe you want to meet her somewhere. If you're in Georgia, when she gets out there, she'll let you guys know via her website that we'll have in the show notes and all that good stuff. Maybe you want to just talk to her. Maybe you are in that place of brokenness right now. Maybe you are the woman listening to this show and you're listening crammed in a corner somewhere so no one can see you. But the Lord sees you because you're listening to this show. We want to pray for you, first of all. And we want the Lord to use Charmaine's words to help you and to those of you out there who think you're going to keep getting away with it. There's a reckoning coming. And I know it is. God said he's going to judge. And when he judges, he ain't playing around. My mom used to say that to us all the time. When the Lord judges you, he ain't playing around. You know, you're not going to continue to do this to his children. You're not going to. And I think that's why the awareness is up and more and more people are speaking up. More and more people are doing things to what? Stop this evil. And the Lord works through us, which I think is the most incredible thing when you say that he can use this broken crayon, which is PJ and Charmaine, and we can still color. Isn't that incredible? It's amazing. So what I want you to do, Charmaine, I want you to pray for us as we get ready to end our show. I want you to pray for us and feel free to go as long as you like. And feel free to speak the words that God leads you to speak to. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so let's go ahead and get this done. Just for this prayer, and just for anybody that's on the other side of it as well, like someone who's not in the situation that I'm in where I'm out there out of it, right? Even for those who may dis- experience those thoughts of trying to make money because of hard times and not necessarily doing it the right way. This is for the woman that's broken, the man that's broken, and you have no foresight of what's coming or where you're going next. I'm going to pray for you. So dear Heavenly Father, we thank you today for who you are. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for your grace, your mercy you show us every day. We thank you your mercies are new every morning. Father God, we just ask that you go into the hearts of your children, the men and the women, even the children that are being trafficked, that are being sold, Father God, for money, for the pleasure of these men and these women. Father God, we know that you care about the child, Father God, so much. You care about the woman, the widow. You care about us, Father God, so much so that you sent your son for us, Father. I pray right now over Parker and her podcast, Father God, and I ask right now that you just increase her, Father God, that every story that's shared, that you send three and four and five more, God, we thank you for all of the donations and sponsorships that are coming, Father God, for this show, because she's doing your work for your people, Father, and even all of the men and women that have the thoughts of making money fast, illegally, Father God, and maybe want to have go into prostitution as a side gig and into stripping that could turn into prostitution as a side gig, Father. We just ask that you download heavenly ideas and allow them to see what you see in them and that that that's not the life for them, Father God, or connect them to somebody like me, if it's not me, that has come out and that can be a testimonial for them, that can help them grow in different areas, Father God, that can help them with strategy, God. We thank you, Father God, just for every day that you've allowed us to see how many times you've saved our lives, Father God, physically, spiritually, Father God, and even those that are dealing with depression and anxiety and don't know what tomorrow looks like, Father God, just as you feed the birds of the air, Father God, know that you will take care of them, Father God, in the name of Jesus, and that you give hope for the hopeless, love to the loveless, those who feel like they're not good enough to be loved, Father God, show them love, Father, send somebody that can show them love, God, and that it's your love that is healing, that is restoring that you, with love and kindness, have you drawn us 
So may you draw them. And as this revival spreads like wildfires across the United States and even out of the state, Father God, that you bring your children in in masses. Father God, and those that don't believe that they believe, those that are hopeless that they hope now, Father God, for the mothers that are just trying to make ends meet, I see you. I see you. And I pray right now that you allow God to heal and make you whole. Even if you just go into your Bible and don't know where to start, ask Holy Spirit for understanding. Even if you may see that you have issues, seek out counsel and go to meetings and go to things because yes, we do Jesus and we do therapy here. Yes, there is help here. You are not forgotten. You are not pushed to the back. You are not discarded. You are not worthless. You have purpose. And I thank you, God, right now for using me as a vessel. And I just ask that you keep me humble as you exalt me, Father. I thank you for all of the guests that are coming on the podcast that can be an example for us, that can give their testimonies, that can give hope and just just walk it out with us, Father. And I thank you for covering every household that listens to the replay, even those that we have yet to meet according to what you have us to do. Father God, I just ask that you cover the lines that is no backlash, no retaliation, God, and that you continue to fill us up so that we can pour out to others, to the lost, to the hopeless, to the despair, the ones that are desperate for something and don't know what, that we give them Jesus. And I thank you, Father God, for just every opportunity that you present before me so that I'm able to pour out, Father God. And I just bless you and I give you the glory. I give you the honor and I give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, man, I will fully admit, Charmaine, I was crying by here because the words were just so powerful. So thank you so much for that prayer. I know it is going to reach those who are broken. I love how you prayed probably differently than I would because you have been there. And I'm so glad that I will just be blessed by that because we may not have been there. And may we need to hear that prayer so we can help pray for others and maybe we can be an answer to their prayers too. So Charmaine, thank you so much for being with me on the show today. Really enjoyed having you. Can't wait to have you back and have you back real soon. Yes. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I appreciate it. And we were talking today to Charmaine Dollar. She is the host of Broken Crayons Color 2, available on Spotify or wherever podcasts are heard. I know you were invigorated, educated, inspired, and maybe even just convicted about this issue of human sex trafficking and human trafficking. And maybe you want to do something about it. Be prayerful. Ask the Lord to tell you, what do you want me to do so I can do my part in ending this evil. It may be something as simple as praying every day for those caught in there. It may be more substantial as maybe I need to give money to an organization. It doesn't matter. Just ask the Savior to help you with the best answer that you can provide according to his will. I want to thank Charmaine again for being with me on the show. And to our listeners, thank you. You have a wonderful, absolutely glorious blessed day. And God bless.